Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. We have a lot to talk about. Yes, we've got what's been going on. We've got our feedback from Sheena's show. We've got a bunch more, and we'll be following this up with a Patreon with some extra bonus content. Yes. So, what's happening? Oh, it was hot today. I'm like, I, I normally record in Ronnie's room and I'm in my bedroom right now because I cooled it down with like the air conditioning a little bit and then turned it off and I'm sitting in here just like hoping for the best. I know. We have to turn it off, you guys, because like the sound. The sound. Sa- yeah, we care about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard Jax's Studio City is opening in a couple weeks, he said, Ooh. but he's also you know, full of shit. But Sherry and Mama were in town training the chefs at Jax's on their beer cheese. Oh, that's cool. But you know, it's also kind of funny, kind of, kind of funny, kind of sad. So they're like, we finally got a place we can sell Mama's beer cheese. They can serve it. And I think they can sell it off sale there at the restaurant. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think they made merch around it and everything. Uh-huh. And then I heard that someone trademarked Mamaw's Beer Cheese out from under them. Oh. And it kind of sounds like they might have to, like, rebrand or re-merch. Oh. That's shady. Yeah. Well, if they do have to do that, they should quickly do it before they open and get that locked down and just rebrand quickly. I think that's what Jack said. He said to have patience, as in hospital patients, not... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, I don't think that was Lori Kay. I think that was Jax. Yeah, you can always tell when it's Jax. <laughs> Speaking of Jax, it was funny. So I had the kids over today, and I was at my computer, and next to my computer is our, you know, our card, our flyer that we always hang out, which is the... Uh, the Jack's montage that Jeremy Maddox originally created and we always pass them out with their info on the back and everything. Anyways, um Jordan came up to me and he's like, Is this is this guy is this a guy from TV? I'm like, mm, has he seen him like in passing or something? I'm like, Yes, he's on TV. And he's like, but you know, because the the flyer, the montage is kind of cartoonish. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, but is this is this a grown up show? I go, yeah, it's a grown up show. And he's like, oh, is it scary? I'm like, no, it's not scary. And I'm like, well, it's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> I said, no, it's grown ups. You know, it's boring. He's like, boring? How come? I go, well, it's just grown ups sitting around talking. You know, that's kind of boring. He's like, hmm. I go, well, you know, like when your parents have friends over and they sit around and talk. He's like, yeah. I go, is that fun or is that boring? He's like, that's boring. I'm like, yeah, because they're not like, you know, jumping on the trampoline with you or in the splash pad or playing cards. It's like, yeah, boring. I'm like, yeah, that's what the show is like. So he's like, oh. <laughs> then he lost, lost interest in Jax real quickly. 
<laughs> Thank God. That's hilarious. <laughs> we don't need him looking up to Jax. <laughs> so I have a question. Did special forces start? Not yet. Okay, because I was listening to something and people were like, yeah, I watched a little bit, but then I turned it off and I was like, wait, did I miss something? I thought it was like September. Yeah, I don't think so unless I missed something. Um, well, what I did hear, which is kind of fun. Um, September 25th, it premieres. Oh, okay. So Tara Reed is one of the people on it. Along oh, with like, oh, I didn't know. I just knew Jojo was on it. Jojo, Siwa, and Black China, and Nick Vial, and Tara Reed. Well, I guess, so after Sheena's show that y'all, we went to the other night, there's an after party, and Tara Reed was there, not part of the after party, but she was at the bar, uh-huh. like this rooftop Melrose Place bar, and she was like, t- someone saw her talking to Katie, and then like she came up to the booth where Katie and Ariana and some others were sitting, and I guess she was like, you know... Tom Sandoval's a really good guy. Everyone needs to lay off of him. <gasps> what? Wrong crowd. <laughs> yeah. This is from um, Adam up and Adam. I think he said it on Heather McDonald's GC Scoop. I did listen because I wanted to hear what Adam had to say because we've heard what some other people had to say that were at Sheena's show. And it's there's like a bit of a drama going on. Not revolving us, so I don't really, you know, maybe we'll talk about it on Patreon. Maybe we won't. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that was part of when I listened because I was trying to hear, like, let me hear the other side of the story now. And I was a little bit part of the story because I saw something. And what I find out later is, like, I think I saw the first part of an altercation. And I was like, oh, what just happened? And, like, I inquired and... You know, I didn't get a lot of info, but this what really transpired happened after that, right? Like, we left right then, and that's when we saw, you know, Ariana and Katie outside and whatnot. But we'll get to that when we talk about Sheena's show. But, yeah, interesting little tidbits. Yeah. Um, in other um, news, so as we'll talk about the show, we'll talk about who was there, but someone who was not at the show was Schwartz. I originally thought he was because I thought back where Katie and Ariana and, and a few others were sitting, we saw this like bleach blonde hair. And I'm like, oh, that must be Schwartz. But it wasn't Schwartz was in Florida with his brother in the hospital. Oh. Did you even see that? No. No, it's sad. And, and I'm not sure which triplet because he took a picture and posted it of himself and, and the brother. But then he tagged... Brandon and Billy, but he didn't take Bert. So maybe it's Bert that's sick. Hmm. I'm not sure which triplet's sick. We know there was a triplet sick with like a cancer scare earlier this year. Also when Schwartz's dad was in the hospital, he also had his brother and that's why we had some empathy for him. Like, you know, going through the divorce and the, you know, this and then his family and opening Schwartz and Sandy's. And I mean, I'm talking last year, but right. So I don't know. Prayers out for the, let's just say prayers out for all the triplets. Okay. Yeah. We love them. 
So I I sent you a thing. Are you going to go to Brock's 999 Beach Workout? Um, I might be out. If I am here, I will. If I'm out of town, then no. There's a chance that I'm going to Mammoth that weekend, but... Um, will you do the workout? Well, I'm trying... See, um... I had made a plan with Ron and Diane of when we were going to go, but now so much is on like that weekend that I was like, can we please push back one weekend? And so Ron agreed to that, but he just texted me today that he can't, um, they won't, can't, they won't refund his campsite or whatever. And so I said, did you call or did you just like try to do it online? Cause you're not canceling. You're just moving the weekend. I don't think they would care. Um, so he's going to call tomorrow. So tomorrow I will know. Okay. I mean, let's just assume nothing was going on. Would you do the workout? Yeah, I would. It's a beach workout. It's so hard. Eh. Running and shit on the I sand. Mean, I mean, I, I know how to like take it easy on myself. You know what I mean? I know how to like cheat it. Okay. Well, another way of cheating and you guys, I'm going to talk about this other part about Sheena's podcast, but I'm going to do it on the Patreon because, you know, a couple champagne, you know, we were just talking this weekend on having the like hangover scary. So I'm like, oh shit, what did I do or say the night before? And like, I don't generally have that anymore. I'm like, I got my shit figured out. Well, I had it and it came back to haunt me today. But I was <laughs> laughing because then this Brock thing came up. I'm like, yeah, I, I need to do this. Well, and then the second thought came in. I'm like, oh, it's on the beach. It's going to be like Barry's boot camp. And then I thought, you know where it is? It's on Mother's Beach. And you know what else is on Mother's Beach? What? The Cheesecake Factory with a big balcony that overlooks Mother's Beach. <laughs> oh, we could just sit there and watch it. With martinis and like zoom Bellinis. in. Bellinis. Bellinis. Zoom in. Perfect. That sounds that <laughs> sounds like a better plan. <laughs> Take a stroll on the beach before and after. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's an option. Yeah. It's not being very accountable to my goals, but I'm just saying it's an option. Yeah. Well, speaking of accountability, Raquel posted and you know, was trying to take more accountability. Um, saying that she should have removed herself from the situation and not listen to Tom constantly saying, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm concerned about her mental health, like waiting for all of Tom's excuses to expire. So she's trying. It's just, I think, oh my gosh, did you hear? I've heard clips of, so I heard Bethany's rant after the thing. And, but I guess there's a part two and I haven't fully listened, but I've heard enough clips where I was like oh, her tone and her delivery. It's so snarky. And I mean, she's not wrong about a lot of it. Like, and she keeps calling out podcasters specifically. She's like these podcasters. And sometimes she'll throw in bloggers. She's like, <laughs> Like, you're not trying to be number one. Like, you care about every guest you have on. And I guess, you know, that's a point, right? Like, she's like, are we supposed to snuggle every guest we come on? And and what's wrong with trying to be number one or relevant? Isn't that what you're trying to do? I'm like, yeah, you have a point. But 
her tone and delivery, she's just so snarky about it. But I feel like us, like, uh, you know, us and our fellow podcasters, we're not like hyping ourselves up and and claiming to be the number one podcast in the world. You know, like, just because we have like a, you know, an interview that is like very sought after. Like, I feel like that was, she like a lot of the shit that she, that people have been talking is fair. And so I think that she's having a hard time with that. Yeah, I didn't listen to the latest thing from her either. Um, I'm just like, I, I don't care. Yeah, I'm over it. I... Unfortunately, I think Raquel took a misstep. I think there was a good intention there about jumping on, about making change and that sort of thing. But I think, unfortunately, she aligned herself with someone that's like the the Titanic is sinking and people are jumping ship. And I just. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer that she picked Bethany to interview with because it's yeah Bethany is overshadowing her you know and like now Raquel's had to you know go back into hiding because of this you know like this is picking up steam as being like a problem you know it's just like oh it's a bummer yeah Yeah. so then in so I listened to up and Adam on Juicy Scoop, and then I listened to Up and Adam. I saw, oh, he released something because I wanted to. You guys, we spent a lot of, not a lot, but you know, we spent some time with Adam at Sheena's show. You know, we're big supporters. He's been a supporter of us, and it was finally good to meet in person, person. And so I wanted to hear like whatever he was going to share, but he had Max on that we were just talking about a couple weeks ago, Max Boyens. Yes. So that was interesting. He did talk about kind of what we said, what we had heard that he, you know, yeah, he's filmed with the Valley and here and there. And he ended up like just kind of taking off his mic and walking off saying, you know what, this isn't for me. And he was kind of, I guess maybe the implication or innuendo was, was kind of like what we heard too, was that he doesn't know how it's going to go down and the people that are going to tune in are used to Vanderpump with like drama and tea and shit going down. And he goes, it doesn't really correlate with this show, the Valley, as far as he witnessed or experienced. He's like, I mean, it's great. It's the OGs. He's like every, but everyone's married and happy. So he's like, I don't know that it's going to resonate the same way with the same viewers. Right. If you're looking for a certain prescription, this probably isn't going to hit. I guess it just depends how invested you are in the characters where you'll watch them on anything or are you looking for the prescription that Vanderpump delivers onto the Valley? It doesn't sound like it does. So I was a little, I was a little confused with his explanation of, um, of why he walked off that though when um before he was a little critical of the drama that was on Vanderpump Rules and how draining it was and how he's not about that life with his um restaurant management that he can't go there so he wants to be back on TV he doesn't want to be canceled but then he took his mic off for a show that was going to be more uh mature like how does that make sense (laughs) That's true. I mean, I think he didn't fit in. I don't think he fit in in either place because 
on Vanderpump, he still had to work and run the restaurant. So he had to play Peter in a way where Peter can't get too controversial because that's Peter's real job, right? right? Managing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's Max's real job. He's like, if I got too messy, I'd be fired. But this is my real job. And then he's like, they paid me $4,000 for the whole season. That's not, he's like, and I had to go buy probably much like, you know, the bachelor and all, when you have to go buy a bunch of clothes and stuff, he goes, I had to buy a bunch of clothes cause I don't want to film in the same stuff. Oh, totally. Like I, I can see the fear in their faces when they're filming. Like I can, t- I, I totally can understand how hard that would be. That's mm-hmm. it's horrible. And, and then, then said, yeah, and then going out to like you know like the show pays for like whatever they're filming, but then like if everyone's like we're going bowling, it's like he didn't have money to go do that, you know, like or when you do and you've experienced this, and you know we did this the other night last um, Saturday. It's like I got this round, I got that round, but like we've all been in places in our lives. I mean, I never forget my late twenties when I went out with all the I think it was thirties, I don't know. Um, these guys I used to work with and we all split off and went to different companies and it was kind of like a peacocking thing like who's doing the best and like let's play credit card roulette and I'm fucking panicking right you know yeah and of course my card gets picked but I thought kind of felt for him in this way he's like yeah no the show pays for like what they're filming but there's before there's after and he's like some people just don't like think about it but he did say Schwartz, Sandoval, and Sheena were very conscientious about that and very generous. They're like, don't worry, we got the tab. But, you know, you also feel like you want to, you know, you don't yeah. want to. I felt for him. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I, well, I, I liked that he shared that. I felt like that was, like, super relatable. And um, and I, I think the interview was super vulnerable. I thought that he did really well. And I thought that Adam – um, went at him like a little hard too. Like some a, a couple of times, like things that he said, I was like, Ugh, like I wouldn't have said that if I was interviewing him, because I would have beat around the bush a little bit. But he, he I think, because they're friends, that it's okay. Like uh, I felt a little tension there, like a, just a little tiny bit. Like he just kept re- referencing back to the canceling, to the canceling that when you were canceled. I don't know. It was like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, that was interesting too, though, because. He's kind of right. He's like, everybody that was canceled has made a resurgence and are being welcomed and accepted and promoted and given shows. Or like he said, Stassi, she's got her own great thing going on. And he's like, for me, I, I go on these normal jobs and everything looks great on paper. And then they Google me and I have, I lose jobs because of it. I still have to answer for myself because he's not famous enough to have shown the world. Like, look, I've moved past it. Like he's in that gray area. And then now with the resurgence of everyone, um, new viewers and re watchers, he's like, it's all coming up again. So he's still kind of being, you know, and then the editing, you know, how they cut, and we do remember when they cut out their confessionals, once that stuff came out, because the tweets and stuff came out, 
while the show just started airing. So they started airing their confessionals and then all of a sudden it stopped. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I could never explain myself. Some stuff was so out of context. He's like, I never cheated on Dana. There's a bunch of other stuff that happened, but I could never say my side because I was canceled. They had cut it out. And I'm like, Oh, you know, and even talking about, yeah, he, he did say, it's like, I was stupid. I was, I thought I was showing off in front of my friends. He's like, but my mom is black. My grandpa's black. His grandpa taught like black history. He, you know, he was like, I, I mean, I felt for him. He's like, and we kind of knew that. I'm like, I knew he had, he's like, no, we, we come off as white, but like his mom and grandpa are black. It's maybe not in coloring. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't know. It, I just felt a little. Adam, Adam kind of brought something else up too. He's like, did you double down when this came out? And I remember that he did. He did absolutely did double down. Mm. Um, well, I'll have to go back and, and um, look at what how he answered that. But that's one of the first things he came out with. And at the time, people just were not receptive to that. That was not a good enough reason for him to, you no. know, like it's, it, I, so I don't know. I I feel for him too. I also think that unfortunately he's not in the same position as Stassi, Jax, Kristen. They were much bigger players on the show. He was only on for one season. So um, he can't expect to, especially if he's going to take off his mic and not film. You know, it's like either you've got to get back in there or not, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do I choose career and just, continue to like put my head down and work well, and that's or probably toy. that's probably hard and it, it um it's funny like he's he's actually like extremely likable like in these interviews and so that would be like so frustrating that he that he got a bad edit and everything i i would if i was him i would give it another shot like if he's like interested in that life at all he should i mean if you can get back on a show go on yeah I mean, I don't know that we need him to. Like, I, I, I felt empathy for him today, and it gave me another view and perception of him. But as we all witnessed, like, and I know he had to kind of play the, like, ride the fence on he's, this is his actual job, so he can't get too messy like Peter. But he can also have a little more charisma. Like, at least Peter's Peter whatever that means like uh, so, like well sometimes on like instagram like when he he'll do like little videos and stuff and he's actually like very funny okay. so um i i just i feel like we didn't get his personality and yeah it would have been cool if we could see him get in there a little I bit mean, more but so we didn't have the greatest experience with him but it was like nothing he did to us personally we just didn't we've seen much more welcoming GMs than him, but it wasn't like anything against us. He didn't know who we were, but at the same time, I guess he did have that sense of humor where after the boy crazy thing, and then Sheena made the merch to make fun of it. And he like posed in her photo shoots for it. Like that's, that takes some sense of humor, you know, uh-huh. and for all of them to get past it. So, you know, I, I, I can give, I can give, some credit for sometimes when people are sarcastic and snarky <laughs> myself <laughs> it's re- it's received wrong sometimes. right right you know it just you know everyone's different and like it can come across wrong to different people and so it's like it's kind of like we're not for everyone kind of thing yeah 
So I can give them that grace. And um, yeah, if I ever got to know them, I would keep an open mind. Yeah. <sighs> so anyways, so we have, I know you guys called for an emergency podcast when Ariana was on Sheena's podcast. We didn't do the emergency podcast. I mean, I feel like there's stuff we can talk about here. And it was really good. Like Ariana adamantly adamantly cleared some things up. But I I don't know that, you know, we felt like we needed to like emergency it. And also we were getting ready for Sheena's show and all that. And we both had big Saturdays. And Mm -hmm. so you want to talk about that pod a little bit? I'm trying to like call back my memory to it. Let me see. I think I took, I took, I took notes though. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. So, I mean, just some of the points she, you know, she covered about her and Raquel. She's like, oh, no, we did hang out personally. She's like, we even have video proof of, you know, hanging out together off camera. She's like, even the the weekend before that Wednesday when she found the video, she's like, her and Raquel were out dancing at Avalon together. And, you know, and then they played a clip um, of Raquel on the Chicks in the Office podcast that she was out there doing in New York with Sheena saying and literally they played the clip and she's like Ariana and Sheena are my true friends they took me in that let me stay with them I know who my real friends are and it's them they included me with their other friends so that was kind of a a nail in the coffin on Raquel's statement on Bethany's podcast that like that didn't age well for Raquel No, but that was also a very big storyline that they pushed this season. Like, I'm still not over that. Um, I, I still think that like, and if you, if you go back and you listen to them on watch what happens live and yeah, all the interviews that they did in New York, the night of the punch, that was the main theme that they were pushing that entire time was her and Sheena were besties. They're besties with art. Yeah. Like they kept like saying that over and over and over yeah. Um, and that's when the clip came out when she said, Tom Sandoval, you know, of, of saying that like he was yeah. the cuter Tom, um, yeah. all, all of that. It, it's, it's a, like, I, I have, I haven't recovered from that. I can't forget it. Um, well, and Sheena said, she even said to Ariana on her podcast, she's like, no, my, I was already onto her by that point. My radar was up. Like, and as we've heard, as things come out, she, she, you know, confronted, Raquel in January and her radar was up. People were pointing things out. So her radar was up. Yeah. But it really got up. Yeah. On that watch what happens live. But. Yeah. It just, it, everything just like the, it's like the big bang happened that night. Everything blew up right at the right time. Exactly at the right time. Yeah. So one thing I'm really sick of Bethany saying is she's like, I'm sorry if it was so toxic, you would leave, blah, 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 blah. It's like, why the fuck should she leave? Like, he should be the one to leave. Like, that's usually the situation. First of all, they're equal partners. Like, we have Lisa Hochstein and Lenny in Miami. Okay, you know what? It's fucking horrible, but he's the the breadwinner he owns the house in his name he pays the bills as shitty as he is and that move is all right i guess if we're gonna go by who owns the shit but ariana and tom own this home equally 
why should she be the one to leave? And the second you leave, you're at risk for um, not just like, you know, like, oh, the courts are going to be like, well, he's been in there. You haven't. He could sell shit, steal shit, damage shit. He could like, if he was a real loose wire, if he like was truly at his wit's end, which he very well could have been um, with all the hate in the world, right? He could have just like, I'm going to fuck everything up and she'd be out her entire investment. So yeah, I kind of like stay, protect your grounds. And she's, you know, said she's relying on her financial advisors and lawyers and, and she's got her little setup in her master bedroom and they really never interact. I would have to imagine they'd have to like pass at some point, like pass in the kitchen, you know, but I guess we've all done that with like roommates we're mad at or my sister and I, my, we had, we had to share a bedroom once and we just did not get along. You know, the one that's coming next week and your favorite. Um, my mom had bought a divider. I didn't know she's coming a, next week. Split a bedroom. That's fun. With like blinds. They put like blinds down the center of a bedroom because we just could not get along. It's like, you know, but you're still going to have to like pass the person. Yes, she is coming. <laughs> yeah, I that I I don't know. It doesn't bother me that they are li- like I just like you said, I completely understand why she's standing her ground in that house. I think that um, and her dog and her cat. Yeah, you know it, how traumatic that is for pets. It also makes it like incredibly real and like relatable because um, you know, people, some people don't have the money to just pick up and like, and be able to be like, I'm going to walk away from a million dollar investment that I have and just, you know, hope that, you know, shit works itself out. Like some people do not have the choice to do that and that's okay. And they can weather that storm and figure it out. Like it's, I, people are so judgy, like just let her do her own thing. Yeah. And, and all of the, yes, she's gotten a ton of deals and endorsements. You don't get paid. Like my sister, again, your favorite, she ran an agency where, you know, you book models for things and blah, blah, blah. You don't pay the models until you get paid from the client. And even, you know, my job, net 30, net say, it's even rare you get net 30, net 60, net 90, or mm-hmm. we'll give you like, we'll take a percentage off if we pay quicker. It's like, you're not getting paid from the client for 60, 90 days. And then that person, um, whoever like Ariana's book through her manager, agent, whatever, they have to get the money, clear the check. And then they have their own net 30 or net 60 to pay Ariana. So even though she started doing stuff in March and April, she probably hasn't seen a paycheck yet. Or she's, it's probably just starting to trickle in now. Right. There's no cash flow there. You know? Yeah. Um, she did, you know, also take accountability. She's like, no, was I like our relationship was up and down. Yeah, I'm a crabby bitch and, you know, but that doesn't give them the right to, to cheat. Um, she said they did go to couples therapy, which, you know, who goes to couples therapy to break up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so y- you would think, you know, she was there that night that we were there. 
And yes, she does acknowledge that something happened on Valentine's Day, but then you also have fights, right? Like any normal couple, I'm done, I'm done. Well, when is it really done? And then like the next day you're okay. And so it was okay. And then she went to his event. Like, when is it done, done? It's very... What did you think about her with her ex, her like explaining that the video that she saw on Tom's phone was gone before she even made that call to Raquel in New York. Yeah. So you think she deleted it off his phone or he did? I mean, she said she did not send it to herself. Obviously if she didn't send it to herself, she could not have shown it to anyone because he took his phone back and he called Raquel to hear him to, you know, she, he called Raquel while Ariana was on the phone with Sheena. So, are you? Uh, I know. I, I'm just, I mean, like, obviously, I think she's going to say what she needs to to protect herself and to make sure that there's nothing, you know, was. She said she saw like five seconds, which yeah, would be yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would be that. Um, I think, I, like, we know what we're supposed to do and not do, but. I think I probably would have taken his phone and not gone to the bathroom and stayed around and driven home with him. I think I would have taken his phone and fucking skedaddled. Yeah. And like called my best person and go to a hotel or go to the house, lock him out, something and like go through it, rehash it, like think about it. I don't know. I, I mean, perhaps to her, I wouldn't have gone, I don't know, maybe confront, but then leave. But she left with him. Yeah, the whole thing is just odd. Which is, I guess, the mature thing to do. Probably wouldn't have been that mature. Yeah. I would have been like, I would have taken his phone. Why am I going to give him his phone so he and Raquel can get their stories straight? No, take his phone. You have it, leave. You know what? Uh, uh, Tom, I felt... I felt sick. I'm going to leave. Catch an Uber home. Yeah. But she didn't. So she's way more mature than I am. Yeah. Um, they did talk about Rachel's salary. Um, and Sheena really got into it. She's like, oh, no, I know for a fact because I gave her my lawyer. And I told her, you know, how to negotiate. And I know for a fact she got 19,000 an episode and then they did the math and they're like, yeah. And 19 episodes times 19 K is 361,000. So I guess my, you know, it was just a idea that maybe that was cumulative. I mean, she says it. So yeah. And Lisa said it. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm not going to refute that. There's more proof. Raquel, show us your W2s. Bethany, Bethany, if you're going to, I pay more, my interns more. I don't think you pay your intern, uh, sorry, interns, 360K. So maybe Bethany should have maybe done a little more research on that before she was so adamant about that. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. What else? Um, oh, the, the mother thing. I just keep thinking about my daughter, my daughter, if anyone said that, obviously you would go insane. Stassi would go insane. Sheena would go insane. 
but Ariana's like this is where Ariana's so good. Like how she used to like come back at Stassi and leave Stassi's jaw on the floor, a jaw on the floor. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, well, how do you think my mother felt? Because I have a mother, just like you're a mother. And I was like, oh, I mean, both both mothers can be upset. It's okay for both of them to feel for their daughters. Like, yeah, Ariana absolutely went so- through something, and so did Raquel. So, yeah, I, I don't know though. I I did appreciate that um, I felt like Ariana took a little bit of accountability, too, for, you know, like, uh, I don't know, not the, like, just like the the, kind of the pedestal that she's on, and she knows, you know, what comes with that, and... um, Build you up to tear you down. Yeah, she's like, I kind of have to take the, the victim tampon out of my ass, too, because, you know... Yeah. Like, I, so I appreciated that because it's like, yeah, sure. I don't know. No, that was good. It was like self-awareness and, yeah. And, yeah, had they said, you know, had they pointed out, you know, it was just a couple of weeks after, a couple of weeks after. And had it been more time, Ariana is someone so PC and so into therapy and so such a mental um, health advocate that, yeah, she probably would have handled the reunion differently, but it was so fresh and raw and such a double betrayal that, you know. I don't doubt that, like, sometime in our lifetime, we will see those two sit down together. Um, Like, maybe way in the future or something, depending on, like, what Raquel's journey is or whatever. Like, but I could see, I, I could see them doing an interview together. Unfortunately, I, well, you know, well, like, maybe, because, like, um, Mary Jo Botafuco and Amy Fisher had a sit-down on Oprah. hmm But now I watch the behind-the-scenes, there's a whole documentary on it. It's, like, because they were both broke, and they were offered a huge, maybe it wasn't Oprah, they were offered huge lump sums of money, and Mary Jo was, like, no, it was all fake, but we were both so desperate that we agreed to do it because we needed money to feed, like, marriage. You know, it was... Yeah. So you never know. And Well, I, was, I yeah, I, I just... Like, I'm talking, like, maybe, like, 10 years from now. You know, like, where... Well, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. They're in, you know, like, good places. And, and like, but people like us are still interested in it. Like, I, I would love to hear that someday. Unfortunately, like... I wanted to hear not so much Raquel and Ariana. I didn't, I just wanted to let them be, but like, I would have been very interested in Raquel and Sheena's, but at this point, not so much. Unfortunately, I think this put the, the nail in the coffin for Raquel. Like I think she blew her shot. I think she had a great shot and I would have either rather it been like a great interview with like, you know, someone else or a book. Um, if not a conversation, mm-hmm. but right now I just feel like the conversation between Raquel and Sheena would be Raquel trying to say the same thing. She's been kind of like coached or conditioned to say, and not, not that she's not being sincere in it. It's just the authenticity and the the freshness of it all is, is, is ruined now. Yeah. Well, I did like, um, I think that, yeah, th- there still needs to be, like, a lot of healing there for sure because 
Sheena has her things that, you know, her bones to pick with Raquel about what she did. And Raquel, I, I don't know that she sees that yet. Like, it, it, I don't think she's there yet. Yeah, it wouldn't be like yeah, nothing. I think yeah, it was, it was too soon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. I mean, yeah, I would have liked it to work out a little bit differently. Um, because I feel like this Bethany thing for Raquel is going to go down as like that, not even a 15 minutes of fame. It was like a 90 second blip. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like it could have been a bigger comeback. Well, I, I just, I think that like, luckily for Raquel, if you even want to say that is I feel like there's a lot, there's still like a ton of questions that were not answered on this. So oh my God. I, I hope that she maybe can get her own platform going or write a book or something because there's a lot of things that haven't been answered. Like what's going on with her and Sandoval? What did he say like in these last days? Like did he visit – like I, I want to know all those things. Like uh, yeah. what does what her sister think? Like having her sister on. Like, all, like I want to hear from other people. What were you thinking or feeling or did you know Sandoval was linked with all these other women while you were in the facility? What propelled you to send letters or postcards to their house when you knew Ariana was still there? Like those questions, Mm -hmm. you know, like and not accusatory, like literally what's in your brain? Like What's your process, your thought process here? Like, I'm going to send a postcard. I know they are still living in the same house. Like, what goes through your brain? I know, you know, if you take like a vindictive mistress, let's say like Fatal Attraction, Bunny Boiler. Yeah, you would send a postcard for not great reasons. Right. Uh, that's the, I mean, like the bad side of me, like, like I would send a right. postcard. Like I, I, I actually, right. and like, I would even say like, it's kind of funny, but that, but that's horrible if that's why she did it. You know, like, is, is that how Raquel is? Like, is that what we're dealing with? Obviously we are because she, she did it. Or she just, or it doesn't even occur to her. Yeah. Or did it say like "wish you were here"? Like, like what did it say? Like, what did it say? Why? I need to know the thought process. Me too. That. Me too. Kind of more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, it, someone in the know, a seasoned professional in the know, would have known to ask those things. And no, Bethany, you didn't need to watch ten seasons. But you could have done some basic bitch route. or pull in someone, pull in an expert and have them give you a deep dive. Yeah, have them take like, notes what? for you. You know, like Howie, like Howie's daughter had, had Bethany had someone like Howie's daughter prep her and be like, here are some really key points you really need to ask about and we really need to know. Right. Or we, none of us will have closure. And by us, I mean Ariana, Sheena, Raquel, the viewers the fan you know those are some basic ass bitch questions that she just missed yeah and could have could have harmed Raquel sure could have also benefited her like I didn't know she was still in the house or I thought she was off filming a lifetime movie or I thought she was in New York with her new boyfriend and 
You know what I mean? Like just an answer, but the question wasn't even asked. So she wasn't given the opportunity to answer. Yeah. So Sheena brought up also that, um, well, her and Ariana talked about the fact that about the, um, what's it called? The, why can't I think of the name of the document right now? Um, the punch, you know, heard around the world. Um, Sheena didn't like that she doubled down on that again and said that she didn't feel safe and had the, um, the fist Mm -hmm. emoji. Um, again, they said again that it's just not true. And it was another twist, you know, of the knife in their friendship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that like, uh, to me, like, I know no one probably really wants to talk about that because it's still, it's such like an active thing that could, who knows what could come of it. But I feel like that's another really big mystery that like, I hope one day we get to the bottom of that as well. Yeah. Because it's just, there's a lot of different little. And who are these friends? Because if these friends betrayed her that said, I saw some of my friends talk about the video or do this or do that. Well, by you saying that, you're also saying they're no longer your friends. So why not call them out? Who betrayed you? Who referenced the video? Who posted I, ooh, something? I, you know, that just reminded me. I'm going to tonight, I'm going to lay in bed and go back to see who said that because I swear people came out and said it. I'm pretty well, sure. I'm pretty sure that some of Brad the, by Brad saying they did not. Well, we'll so. have to we'll have to go back and look at some screen recordings and see. Um, this is where you need Reddit help. The deep dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get so confused in there. Like I'm never in there, and then I try, and I'm like, maybe I can find it. And it's usually on other shows or topics. I'm like, and like I heard this whole thing on Heather McDonald and Justin Martindale, who's like her right hand dude like he's the new Chris Fanjola to her and I'm like I didn't even know there was a problem or like the, her stuff with the um, not Jeff Lewis but being on the Jeff Lewis and the Megan movie I didn't even know and then like I try to google it and I can't find anything but it's all in Reddit so I tr- I go in there to try and piece together what happened but it's so confusing and then yeah. someone will ask they're like I'm new I don't get it they're like go to the subreddit I'm like Where's the subreddit? I thought I was in a subreddit. Yeah, yeah. Reddit is like its own little deep dive, which is fun. You just like Google around in there, you know. So confusing. All right. Well, Um, and then what do you think about everyone being like, she's almost thirty. She's turning thirty. No, she's not. She's turning (laughs) twenty-nine. That's like literally everyone's like punchline. It's like, oh, good one, good one, everyone. She's yeah. almost 30. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> well, she said they're getting closer with something about her. They're putting in the point of sale system. Um, the patio was definitely a setback because it turns out the city, because, you know, we were wondering because like, well, there was a patio there before and the overhanging, but the city of West Hollywood wants to make Robertson more of a walking street. And so it's like their new shit. And that kind of makes sense. Like when you when you have like rent control, and as soon as you leave, then you're under a whole new set of rules. I so. feel like Robertson is a walking street, except for that part of the street. Like, um, so if they're fixing that, narrow. I guess that's true. Yeah, you have to go single file. Yeah. Um. So they're trying to figure out 
like the seating, but it does sound close. You know, Jax has said a couple weeks away, um, he's supposedly doing his premiere there for House of Villains. Hopefully, you know, we'll see something about her around the same time. And I am, I keep dreaming about this Greek sandwich. Like Ariana's talked about, James talked about, everyone's talking about the Greek sandwich. I'm like, I'm salivating in my mouth wanting this Greek sandwich. Um, but I feel like we need to go there and like. I feel like I'm more like Sheena in that way. Like I'll stick to like the, the palate of like a baby. Well, I think the Greek one is a vegetarian one. Yeah, so that's a no for me. If it's like Euro, I'm out. I don't eat that. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm very Ashina that way and you that you know, you and I like the same things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I even get weird about turkey and shit like that. I'm very weird about it. It has to be just mm, I would never go to Subway and get a turkey sandwich. That's too far for me. Like when I go to Togo's, it's avocado and cheese. Oh, I um I mean, I, I love sandwiches. Like, that's why I feel like I, I am going to vibe with something about her because I love a sandwich. Like, I love Subway. I love Jersey Mike's. I love Jimmy John's. Like, I love that shit. But, um, yeah. What about uh, Quiznos? Eh. Quiznos <laughs> is okay. What I don't. I, I don't. Isn't Tocos your favorite? I don't like that shit heated up. Yeah. But what about Tocos? Tocos, I don't, I don't have one around here. It says Sea Cliff. That's far for me. It's far. It's worth it. Well, okay. Okay. Now you're gonna make me think <laughs> about it, and I'm gonna have to go get one tomorrow. <laughs> I do love Togo's. I do like when I get oh it. I love it. I was so excited. So I I cannot find a fucking Del Taco down here. So anytime we go to Huntington Beach, I'm like, please in the morning, can I, I get a Del Taco breakfast burrito? And then. You know, and that, or if I miss the cutoff, then I'm like, all right, it's Togo's. And because I can't get that down here either. Um, but I was so excited. So, you know, driving down the five from Hollywood to San Diego, there ain't nowhere you can stop for gas or food. No, it's, it's like actually, I stress out about that because I have to like be very strategic about my stop. Rooms. Otherwise, it's like there's you can't. So you have to like be very you have to pick where you're gonna go yeah i didn't go to the bathroom on the way up or the way down so you have to plan your water and coffee consumption you have to like plan it yeah but i was so hungry because after sheena's show so i didn't eat all day because i was driving all fucking day and again you don't stop off the five so i didn't eat and i thought oh we'll get something at the show i didn't eat at the show and then i came back and i luck because I have experience, I had packed myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I'm like, at least, the, you know, it won't go bad or anything. But I woke up just starving. And I'm like, I wish I could find a Del Tonko. <laughs> and, and then I was like, you know what? I passed that Citadel place. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh-huh. And I thought, hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to try it out. Because usually around an outlet mall would be restaurants. And it's the easiest exit in the world if you're in the morning. I exited off the the Citadel thing, and right at the bottom of the off-ramp is the Del Taco. Oh, no way. I was going to say, I I thought it was like a Carl's or something. No, it's a Del Taco. Nice. And so I got my breakfast burrito, and I was very – and then I hit traffic, so I was – because my stomach was like eroding itself like an eroded battery, and I felt like – 
you were pouring Coca-Cola on the battery. Oh, I hate that. And I was like, I need something in my stomach. Like, I, I think I had a kind bar or something in my backpack. But you don't, you need sustenance when that shit happens. And I was so happy. So now I have my stop when I have to do Hollywood to San Diego. Nice. That's awesome. I yeah. um I just got a free – the girls just split – I got like a, a birthday milkshake in my Del Taco app. Um, like I'm obsessed with like all the birthday freebies that you get. So we've been going around and like getting all my shit. <laughs> so they split like a vanilla milkshake with two straws in the back. They didn't fight. It was like a win. And then um, – Wait, you get it on your whole month or something? It's not even your month. Uh, yeah, I've been getting stuff. Well, I think because it's like September second, like they are oh, giving they it mail to you actual coupons. No, no, it just comes in my app. They're like Happy Birthday, Holly, and my shit's there. Like I have something from the Cheesecake cool. Factory. I have something from Yogurtland. Nothing Bunt Cakes. Like all freaking over the place. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I need, <laughs> so you need to download all that app. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I mean, I I just love free well, shit. Like I can't you handle me the it. The Build-A-Bear thing, Michaela, that blew her mind. Yes, the Build-A-Bear thing. You can go to Build-A-Bear, you guys. Take your kid and on their birthday, the bear costs what their age is. So is it just on their birthday day or the like the week or the I month? I mean, like kids don't have freaking ID, so it's just like on the honor system, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. Like birth certificate or um, something. But you I don't heard – I don't, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that it's the birthday month. So as long as you go in there uh, like during the month, like you're fine. That's like the body shop. Yeah. Remember yeah, that? Yes. I love the body shop. Yes. Airport shopping. Totally. All right. Well, I'm very excited about something about her. And, I, and when we go, we are going to do it like we did Tom Tom and everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, we have Schwartz to taste, test everything. Yes. We're going to get like like a shit ton of items and taste test them. And totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. No, I'm hungry. And that does not play in well with the story I'm going to tell on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Which involves part of the VPR cast adjacents. But anyways, let's talk about Sheena's show. Okay. Okay, so you guys, so I messaged, so we gave some tickets away. I messaged Sheena, uh, I don't know, a couple days before because uh, one of our winners, Talia, shout out to Talia, loved meeting Talia. She's from Las Vegas. She came all the way. Got a hotel or Airbnb. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, I was telling my friend. She loves VPR. She would love to come, but it's sold out. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'll just – I'll reach out to Sheena, see, like, maybe there's an extra ticket or what she thinks. But I knew from our experience at the Sandoval show, I'm like, tell her to come because you can go to the main bar – and just hang out there. Mm-hmm. And they, they're they all there congregating. So if she even wants to see them or say hello or maybe take a picture, like, the chances are very high. It's Yeah, and it's, it's like, fun enough to hang around, you know? Like, to- yeah, totally. And I told her, I said, and if she doesn't get into the room, I go, she could probably go in the bathroom and hear the whole show. Because I told her the experience of Kaya. When, so when we went to Sandoval in December, you guys, this is the famous show where... We got the famous footage that went viral of Raquel and Sandoval and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. 
that was all from that. But when my sister was in the bathroom before, because we got there early, because we're early people, and the and Sandoval's fan was warming up, and you could hear it in the bathroom. My sister came out. She's like, "Oh my god, did you hear that opening band?" She's like, "They're horrible. They sounded like dying sick cows." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, that's." Tom warming up and she's like are you kidding me this is what we're gonna see yeah I feel I feel like I have footage of that like where I recorded from the bathroom but like it wasn't I was gonna post it but it's like not loud enough and like I don't think people would get it but it was it was terrifying yeah okay so anyway so I was like just have her come because you know so I had messaged Sheena just asking and, or, you know, it's the main bar. She didn't know if the main bar would be open, but I just was going to assume. She says, well, I'll see if I can find out. I don't have any more tickets. I'm over my own personal limit, which now I can see why, because her personal little section was very crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, but we're playing this game, this VPR-related game, and I'd love you to be a part. Are you down? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Let me think about it for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> VPR related. Probably going to be trivia. Also, our thing. I'm like, um, y- yeah, that's, uh, yeah, sure. No. Yeah, sure. Um, and so anyways, I was like, yeah, fucking down. And then she said, oh, and do you have any? Okay. No, then that was that. And then. The next day she said, yeah, you're definitely in for the game. She's like, by the way, do you have any questions for Heather McDonald? Well, I was fucking driving. And like we just said, on the five, you don't stop. Um, And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like fucking driving. I can't think of anything. I can't text. I can't do anything. So I like threw it out to a couple people because I was like at a stoplight. And um like a couple of people I hear talk about Heather. I'm like, does anyone have any good questions? But I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm like, I have enough. Like, I have a ton of questions. It was just like, so last minute, she's like, and, and also you're in. You're in for the game. I'm like, sweet. But I don't know what the game is. Oh, and by the way, okay, I'll get to that. I'll get to the game. But you know how I preface it saying, if I get one wrong, I'm going to like beat myself up and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. quit the podcast because I'm not worthy. You know the one I got wrong? I actually didn't get wrong, and I'll explain why in a minute. But anyway, so I sent her some questions to ask Heather McDonald, and she read pretty much every question she asked was my question. (laughs) So I really feel like I did her a solid. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. And I'm – and oh, because I had said if you need any help with segments or questions or games, like – we are your people because we do this shit for fun anyways. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyways, I thought that was fun. So, okay. I don't, did we go in chronological order? Well, I just want to say like the, this was like the funnest show for, or the funnest like Vanderpump yes. event for me so far. Um, just me based too. on like all of our people that were there, like, you guys being there and coming up to us and saying hi and like being w- sitting with us like i felt so freaking popular and it was like 
it, it really felt like a full circle moment for me with like why we do this podcast. Like I just felt like so supported from everyone and like it was so cool to meet people that I and, message with and everything. Like it was so and cool. people we didn't even know were coming came up to us. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to be there. I was like, that was amazing. And then people we didn't know. Yeah. Well, and I think, and I think sometimes like people see us, but they're like a little nervous to say something or whatever. So it seemed like for the first time that that kind of like that boundary was like broken. And it was like, it was so awesome. Like I, I just had such a good time and I felt so like, I I don't know what to say other than supported. It was awesome. Valued. Mm Mm-hmm. Seen. I felt seen. (laughs) <laughs> so okay oh and then someone asked too sorry because this was our original plan we are trying to like get ahead of the game and do some podcasting ahead of time but because holly had some stuff saturday and then my saturday night i knew it was going to be like a late night it's just been a planned thing and i just couldn't commit to what time i would leave sunday morning or what time I'd be able to check into my hotel. I didn't, you know, I usually get early check-in, but it's never guaranteed. And so I'm like, I can't really make a plan. It was last minute. I'm like, I can't really, because someone in line asked us, oh, I thought you guys were going to do pre-pot. And like, yeah, that was original plan. But then I ended up doing a hotel instead of driving up together. We usually drive up together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would plan the hotel because I thought, you have to get home to your kids. I'm like, I can go out with everyone afterwards and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, yeah, missing my point. But, um, so, okay. No, we didn't podcast ahead of time because, um, I actually didn't get there. I got there. There's so much traffic and it was so fucking hot. And I got there and I was able to lay in bed for like 15 minutes. And then I started Cause someone told me, um, oh no, the VIP is 4.30. On my ticket, it said 5. I'm like, well, shit, I want to be there at 4.30. When the 4.30 for me means I'm getting there at 4.15. I just, I can't help but be early. I think I got there at 4.20. And I'm not a smoker, but shout out to those of you that are. Um, I got there at 4.20 and my Uber let me out and there's a huge line. But it was so crazy because the Uber exactly where he let me out was like the middle of the line and I literally opened the door and I am greeted by going with people going, Sarah, I'm like, what? I really felt like a star. That's so cool. <laughs> a star. And it was Brian and it was Kimber and it was Cherie. So shout out to you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. And Shabana, Shabana, who I didn't know her name. And she's like, yeah, I think we've talked. And I'm like, okay. But I didn't recognize her first name because she's in Patreon as like just a an initial. I'm like, mm, what's your? I'm like, oh yeah, we've talked a lot, but I didn't know the the correlation. Yeah, of the name and then so I I felt because I thought I was budging her. I apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to budge. I can go to the back of the line, but these are my friends and my people. And she's like, no, I'm like like with you guys too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I just don't want to be a budger. <laughs> don't want to be a bitcher anyways it was so welcoming and so we waited you were looking for parking i know i was like i'm actually well i guess you dropped me off but 
it wasn't the usual hotel switch where I can give you my extra room key and you can yeah, get out. Yeah, yeah. It was valet only. So I'm glad you like parked, but I was worried about your parking switch. But it was Sunday. Yeah, I well, I I found like street parking, but it was only like a two hour. You could only like pay for two hours, and I was like, shoot, it's gonna be longer than that. So then I I had to like loop around like three times, and then I was like, I'm just gonna go into this structure, and it ended up working out. It was like thirteen bucks or something. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Adam was like, yeah, our ho- our hotel parking. They were gonna get the car and the whole deal. And it's like $67. I'm like, I know literally the valet sometimes is as much as the room. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we get in and we all go in. And you come in probably, I don't know, 20 minutes later or something. So we are all in and then they kind of open up the VIP room. We all go in. I go get a drink. I think that's when I saw Adam said hello and we all go into the VIP room and then we find you, give you your ticket, find some other folks that we all joined up with and Chloe and her boyfriend arrived and we get in line for the meet and greet with Sheena. Um, I'm just like videotaping and, and then everyone's like, Oh my God, cheering. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just like trying to capture content. And it's like summer walking in with Erica and they're, like, right next to me. And so, like, I had been zoomed in. And, like, all of a sudden I see, like, Summer's giant face on my... I'm like, oh, zoom out. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Summer. And she, like, waves. She's, like, two inches in front of my face. And then Erica's carrying her. But she's just trying to get to the front. And, you know, I consider Erica a friend. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, we finally get to meet in person. And uh, But, you know, she had her mission. She had to get to the, you know... Mm-hmm. A place out of the mob. And so that was fun. Anyways, Sheena took pictures with everyone. And there's quite a few in VIP. Mm-hmm. How many would you say? Like 50? Yeah. F- yeah, I'd say 50. Pretty good number. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess we get seated. This is my favorite part of the entire night. <laughs> By far. <laughs> So we go up. They had already seated. Like there was no, and this is our experience, you guys, before. Please go listen to our December post-Sandoval concert at the Bourbon Room because we had quite an issue then. Yeah, I. so I, the whole time that um, we were in the VIP area, I was having like major anxiety about watching <laughs> the general admission line. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, like they were seating them very quickly. When we walked in, people were halfway done with their dinner. Like they had already been served. They'd been PTSD sitting there. From last time. Yeah, so I'm like, what the heck? So the girl's like, I'll take you back. So she's like, how many? You know, so we start walking back. And, and I had I'd asked the, um, the people in VIP, I was like, are you guys taking us back or like what's happening? Because no, we were told that we were going to have reserved seating. The, the guy that gave us the wristbands and he goes, you all stay here. He's like, yes, they're lining up. He goes, but we are going to come and bring you all in together. So you all stay here. 
but like it was very unclear and no one was believing him. Yeah, and so, sure yeah, enough, it's and, a shit show. And like, sure enough, ev- yeah, everyone's getting in line. So uh, we are waiting in the regular line. And then these girls with their wristbands on, they're like, we're VIP. And I'm like, literally, I'm like, so are we. Like, we've been waiting here. Like, I literally was ready to like okay, fight. Okay, so wait. Before we get into this, let's go back to December. Same situation. Yeah. We were that. And then we got screwed. And there wasn't even a seat anywhere. So listen to our podcast then, but in a real quick highlight, we had no seat. And then so we're like, fine, standing room only. There's a bar in the in the room, or there was on Sandoval's night. They're like, well, fuck it. Let's just get a drink. We'll stand. They're like, oh, we can't serve you unless you have a seat. I'm like, well, we don't have a fucking seat because they're all fucking full. And you told us to wait. And then you screwed us out of our seats that we're VIP for. Whatever. It was a whole skerfuffle. And we're like, fuck it. And then my sister stepped in. She's in hospitality. And she, like, went off on the management. I don't know. She did something. And all of a sudden, we had a table on the dance floor when there was no other table on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And that's how we got the footage we got. But we also didn't just get the footage we got because we were there. We were... Brett and Raquel asked to hang out with us to protect them. Uh, we had also said hello to Raquel and Ariana as they walked in together. I hugged them both. They were together during the concert. They did separate, but that's just because, like, you know, Ariana's posse came and Raquel stayed over on our side with Brett. Blah, blah, blah. But anyways, the whole point of the story is it was a shit show. We had a terrible experience that ended up being a great experience and management really made it up for us. Um, so shout out to them. We really enjoyed our experience and our server was turned out to be fantastic mm-hmm. and everyone was great. But because we had such a problem, we, like Holly said, we were very nervous about what was happening. Yes. So do you want to say what? Because I just love Brian being the one. Because I had the same thought Brian did. So what? What did? What did? Like, um, give me your POV. So we walked okay. in, and and what did you think was going to happen? Okay. So we're like, shit. They are seating VIP people. They are seating GA people. We better fucking get in there before we're screwed. So we go in, and this lady, it's like, okay, well, how many? First of all, she's like, how many? And you said like six. I'm like, no, there's only like four of us that are VIP. The other people we're with are general admission. And I'm a rule follower and you usually are too, but you're like, fuck it, let's just say six. See mm-hmm. what they do. And I'm like, already impressed by Holly breaking mm-hmm. the rules. And I'm like, and she's like, come on, you guys, let's follow. We'll see what happens. And so she brings us all in. No one's checking wristbands. And there's a front section that is clearly VIP. It's like on the floor, whereas GA is up on the risers or whatever. But it's like the third row of VIP. And while we have a table or whatever, it's the third row. And I, you know, Brian and I are right behind Holly. <laughs> And we see some, like Charlie Brown, and then we see the cedar go, well, how about this? Is this okay? And and I'm thinking, well, if she's offering this, why didn't she just offer that to begin with, like first come, first serve, right? So I'm confused why she offered us this 
But now she's offering us front row where we, we can set our purses and drink on the stage. <laughs> like, what happened there? And I had this whole thought process, but I didn't vocalize anything because I'm like, oh, I'll just fucking go with it. But then Brian said, Holly, you know, we get seated and me, Holly and Brian are in the front row. We can set our shit on the stage, literally on the stage. And then the three people with us that like, I think one was VIP and then the two others weren't. We're right behind us in the table. So it was like, we're all together. And then Brian's like, Holly, he asked what I wanted to ask. How did, you know, she was going to see us back there. How did you get us up here? And she's like, I just told her, well, she's in the show. <laughs> so she needs to be up here. And the lady was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So so the, she was like looking for where she was going to put us. And I didn't even, I did not see her stop at the back. Like I just like kept walking up. Oh, she and, did. And she then laid out her hand and everything. Yeah. And then I was like, well, um, I'm like, she's in the show. So she needs to be in front. And she's like, oh, okay. So she's like, how about these and then this? And I was like, perfect. Great. Thank you. <laughs> and that was thank it. God, thank God she didn't see us in the like family section and then for <laughs> us to get booted out. <laughs> oh my God. No, but our seats were awesome. Like it was like so perfect. Oh, we were way better than the family, like than Sheena's list. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They got like the super side stage. You can't see shit. And they were so squished. <laughs> like I would have flipped they out. They were so squished. Well, that explains why she was, like, four over her people. Because, I mean, like, like everyone came. Yeah, <laughs> And then they yeah. brought their friend or their partner or whatever. So, yeah, they were very swished. Yeah. But, right, like, yeah, to the right of us, to the right and behind us was her section where it was, like, Erica and Summer and Lala's mom and Ocean and Leo and Logan and Janet and their husbands and mm -hmm. Jenna Willison. And then on the other side, and then Jamie came and was seated there too. And then on the other side to the, the left of the stage, as opposed to the right, which we were on was Ariana and Katie and James and Allie. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So it, it was weird. I was surprised that, but I guess they ran out of space. So you had to have like, these yeah. are the two VIP sections. And then as soon as it was over, everyone from the other side came over to Sheena's family side. Like they all yeah. walked across the stage to go say good job to her. Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, that's where Brock was. That's where everyone was. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So that was fun. That was my proudest moment of you ever. <laughs> <laughs> You really stepped in for Kaya. Yeah, I did. I did. Made her proud. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> She's in the show. It I just. I think she needs a little bit better of a seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay, here you go. I'm like, oh, perfect. And then we got such great footage because then they start the show and Sheena's, the, the, not Sheena's band, but the band, the 27s that she's been recording with, start the show with Go to Scold and. Then Sheena comes down these steps, much like the bourbon room in Rock of Ages, the show we saw. Mm -hmm. Right? It was yeah. Like that side, you know. And everyone's like, whoa. And you got the greatest footage of that. And they rock out to good as gold. I loved her gold sequence pantsuit. Me too. It was cute. 
And then she kind of like her and like she had up and Adam kind of be the MC role and introduce her. And then she just kind of rolled into segments and like really like five minutes off the bat. She's like, well, I just want to thank everyone for being here. And she literally rolled right into she goes, and I just want to say we would be like, I don't I have to roll tape. But I felt like it was like we'd be nowhere if it wasn't for the great support of groups like Vanderpump Rules Party. And then I just I heard nothing after that. I know. I almost blacked out when she said that, too. I was like, what? And she looked at us and then everyone started cheering. I think I think what made me like the most nervous, like even when she said our names was like. That all of the cast members were there. For some reason, that really got into my head, like that they were all watching. And that that really just like, I was like, oh my God. Later, because I was, when Julia was asking me and Michaela was asking me, they're like, about that kind of thing. They're like, well, weren't you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm not nervous on stage. I'm fine on stage. I can own a stage. I'm like, I got nothing. But there was a moment on stage when I realized, Oh, I'm not just on stage. I don't care about that. That's fine. I go, this is, I thought it was really fucking interesting. I got a little self-conscious because I felt like an Oompa Loompa anyways. But I thought, God, this is weird. I'm like, we do this show on this show about these people. We watch them. We talk about them. We recap them. We analyze them. Blah, blah, blah. We support them. And now pretty much everyone on the show, uh, the two Toms were not there. That was it. And LVP, obviously. But everyone on this show is now watching us oh, on I, stage. Yeah, that, that it like, it wrecked me. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I, I was losing it. Like I literally felt <laughs> Katie and Lala staring at me. And like, I, I was about to, like, I was literally shaking, like physically shaking. But I just thought Lala would probably look at us and be like, oh, I remember them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We had a great, you know, mm -hmm. Shopify Lala. We had a great chat with Lala. Mm -hmm. Katie, I don't ever know what Katie's thinking, but even when we walked by her later, which you guys will get to, like if she had a problem with this, like Katie has no wallflower she could have easily popped out and be like hey you guys because we did pause and say hello and blah 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 she could have been like why the fuck did you say that about me and max or why do you blah 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 i mean actually we've been very katie supportive i think for quite a long time but you know i'm just saying if she like really knew or had a problem like she has so many opportunities like we talked to her for a long time at dog day uh, I mean, not a long time, but you know what it, I mean enough. If you have a problem with someone, like, do like tell tell us, confront, mm-hmm. ask, mm-hmm. confront. I'm not like if we can dish it out, we can take it. Like, please, let's let, clear it up. But I mean, I don't have an issue with Katie, and I think we've been quite supportive of her for the last several years. But I don't think we should feel worried about that because she had many opportunities. If she did have an issue, she could have just asked us about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or told us off or thrown a drink in her face. And she doesn't. She smiles and waves. And mm-hmm. 
like we're a foot away on Hollywood Boulevard. They're catching their Uber. They're waiting for it. Like that would have been a great time. It was just her and Ariana and Logan, you know, and Logan is friendly with us. Ariana's friendly. So, you know what I mean? Like you have to think about that. Like they don't like it. it I, I get what you're saying. Like you're on, on display, on display. Well, anyways, like cutting to the chase of this. So Sarah gets called on stage and she's prepared for this because Sheena told her that she was going to be on stage. I'm for a day. I'm prepared for a day. Well, that's a, that's if, longer than I had. Um, no, if I had longer than that, I would have got my hair and makeup done. And I would have planned a better outfit. And I wouldn't have worn my wedge sketchers that after you and Michaela, I ripped the sparkly S off of. Oh, my God. But I did actually bring heels and I brought heels and wedges and then I put them on the hotel room like, oh, fuck, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And um, I just worn like new cowboy boots the night before. I was like, I got to go for comfort. Um, Zero fucks. But okay, so yeah, a day. But yeah, mm-hmm. you still kind of kind of know. But also a day, I'm like, what if I fail a basic fucking question? And so, oh, here's what I want to say. One of the questions I know I'm jumping ahead and we'll go back. But what one of the questions I I really have to beat myself up about was the Pino Grigio question because I was curling my hair and it's like, oh shit, you know, I haven't watched three or four for a while, like season three or four, and like. Let me just get the gist of both seasons. And I remember like in season four. So when she said Pinot Grigio, my mind went to when Sheena brought the bottle of Pinot Grigio to Stasi at Lala's apartment. Well, that's season four because Lala wasn't on season three. But I didn't even finish like register Sheena's question was when was the famous Pinot Grigio line delivered? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think Sheena would do that because that's Stasi's line, not Sheena's. I thought Sheena would focus on Sheena, which was season four. Season three Pinot Grigio line was Stasi. <laughs> so I'm getting really particular. So I didn't miss it in my mind, but I missed it because I didn't properly listen to her question because I was answering before she would finish questions. Yes. Yeah. It's very annoying, like family feud style, but that's okay because Ariana loves family feud. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're there. She says, Sarah, come up on stage. And then everyone cheered. And so we couldn't hear. I didn't know who I was playing against because people were screaming like i mean screaming like beyonce i'm just kidding <laughs> um, but you know like i literally couldn't hear so i didn't know who was coming up with me well she brought lex from the pump rules page i was like well shit this is gonna be a real showdown because she runs the pump rules page um but actually when you think about it i don't know that she like watches like we do and she doesn't recap her podcast she's just supports the entire cast and posts all the stuff about the cast mm-hmm. but as far as like trivia you know what i mean like yeah it's different yeah and that's why we can support her and she can support us we're we're different we're a podcast and we have an instagram that supports our podcast and she is the pomp rules um fan page and uh, but still you know she goes way back and mm-hmm. i'm like oh this this is a good matchup and i kind of like 
go into my mic whisper i'm like holly you gotta help me out like like don't let me lose like haha like like let's not cheat but like throw me an answer if i'm if i'm stuck and then yeah so sarah was like when she before she went up on stage she's like video me and i obviously i'm planning on videoing because this is going to be like amazing content for our podcast so i'm sitting there videoing yeah sarah i don't want to be videotaped but i did it for the podcast oh yeah and and so um yeah so she goes like holly like help me if i get stuck or something and then so sheena's like well holly do you want to play too and i was like no i'm videoing (laughs) no i do not want to i don't want to play and everyone's like come on holly 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 uh." chanting holly so i'm like god damn it like i i (laughs) i didn't want to um like be that person that like is like you know, like, they're like, come on. And they, and I'm like, no, I won't. You know, so, like, I was just, I didn't want to, like, stall her show or, like, be any sort of problem. So um, I go up there and, like, I, I was just, like, the, the there was so many people in that room. And, like, the, the first thing I thought of is, like, oh, my God, like, I have Ronnie go up in front of this many people all the time and like sing, dance, act like, and I, I, an example. yeah. And I, and I expect, I'm like, Ronnie, like go, you can do, you know, like I literally like push, I'm like, go on, you're fine. And then I'm like, Oh my, when I saw how it felt, I was like, Oh my, I came home. I, the first thing I did was like, Ronnie, I am so sorry. That is scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how you really? do it. Yes. I don't like, I was like physically shaking. Like, and I even, like, I was trying to, like, talk to, I'm like, Lux, like, I don't like this. And she's like, I know my anxiety, too. I don't like it either. But, she didn't uh, like it either. You were both quiet. And it reminded me of Sir when we filmed, and it was you and Michaela and me, and you both went fucking deer in headlights. Michaela, well, and then, like, buried her head into her arms, and you just went, like, hmm. And then I was, like, over Sir, so like, I'm like, yeah, rawr, rawr. Like, A, I don't like games. I freaking hate games. B, B, like, I don't know Sheena, Sheena trivia. So, like, I was, like, up there, you like, completely though. out. I, no, I don't. You got the points that I didn't get. Well, that was because it was easy after you got it wrong, you know? That Victorious <laughs> thing, I was really shocked because you would just talked about Victorious with Jamie. Yeah, yeah. So well, I was blown away that you didn't get that because we literally just had that conversation. Yeah, a month yeah, ago. yeah. I would have never known. I was like, Zach and Zach? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I immediately went to the Jonas Brothers, like, pizza thing, and I thought that that was right. And then, yeah, it wasn't, so. That's all I could think of, because I don't know those shows, but, you know. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was fun. But people were chanting, holy, oh, so she had no choice. And it was 10 minutes, you guys, that we were on that stage. 10. It felt like 20. It, I was abs- I was sweating. I was like, get me down. I don't like it. I didn't like <laughs> – I mean, here I podcast. Like, I, I don't like the sound of my voice. But I, I can I can sit behind a computer and podcast and talk to you guys. But hearing my voice in the mic, I was like, season three. Like, I was like, ew. Like, I can't, like, I, I can't do it. Can't do it. I cannot hear this podcast back. I know I do try to listen when you guys – have constructive criticism. I try to listen to correct, but the second I hear my voice, I cringe and I'm horrified and I apologize to you guys for my voice in general. I'm sorry because I can't, I can't hear it. I don't know why you guys are listening, but thank you. (laughs) Um, But like, I don't, so I get that, 
I, and I don't want to see that people are trying to show me the videos they took. I'm like, please don't. It will trigger me. I'll go into a tailspin. I'm like, what I don't know. I always think about the scene in Gone with the Wind when they're trying to get the horses through the fire and they're like apprehensive. But then they put like the, the jacket coat or a blanket over the horse's eyes. And Rhett Butler's like, what they don't see or whatever, then they won't know. And I'm like, please do that with me because I, if I see it, I will die and just let me be happy on stage and I'm perfectly fine up there I'm very comfortable I feel great in fact I was a little embarrassed I'm like did did I talk too much I felt like I was almost taking over for Sheena and I was like oh shut up Sarah I remember a couple times I'm like shut up shut up because when they started talking about like when I got the bonus points but then when I got the um the penguin thing and I started branching off into like the ducks Mm -hmm. that took a left turn and I was like yeah, my ducks were spotting Janet. Janet's over there. Yeah. Irrelevant at the time. And then Lex is like, they're still relevant. Janet's still relevant. I'm like, no, 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 no. Janet's relevant. She's right there. Hey, everyone, Janet. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. But I think it initially came off like that. Well, and then I meant spots me grim is not relevant yeah and then I was like really paranoid that not everyone could hear us and so that was like getting in my head too like I wanted to like make sure like everyone could I I don't know it was it's a lot but um the other thing that I really liked about the show was um Sheena got like super emotional about um just the turnout I mean the show was sold out it was a packed room you guys and she really opened up about how she she doesn't like putting herself out there and the fact like that this was so successful in such a fun night it was honestly it was like super inspirational to me personally because Sarah and I talk about this all the time, but we get nervous to put ourselves out there, even like starting our Patreon or, you know, even like I'm just ha- Facebook group. I yes. tried to talk you out of it. I'm like, what if no one joins? Or just like the fact that like some of our like friends came to the show and like came up to us and like took selfies with us. Like you guys have no idea how much that means. So I can't imagine how it felt for Sheena to feel that support, but um, she killed it. She really did. What I love was there was a moment when she realized it was packed. People were positive. They weren't booing her. She was singing and she was like jumping around and like she had this look in her face and her eye and I, I, I freeze framed it. I thought everybody should feel this moment for themselves in some point, like whatever they are into or they Absolutely. do. Cause I, I would have said this is the, best moment of Sheena's life short of having summer and of course Brock but like literally I'm like well I see it in her eyes well and there's just something about and like obviously ours is on like a much smaller scale but like there's just something about the community of people who watch Vanderpump Rules like they are incredible and um like everyone's like there for each other like it's it's such a cool like movement it really is like I, we've we, we've talked about it how and, like they're they're sometimes better than our family <laughs> you know like it's it's crazy and I do want to shout out the people that are eye rolling when they're like Sheena had anxiety about putting herself out there because I know a lot of people are like what are you talking about she vlogs herself every day she selfies every day she yes hundred percent it's a different thing it's kind of like okay she can do that but going up it's basically like you're doing stand up. 
it's a whole different elephant. Well, and so I can recognize her for that. And well, like, and, and, and not to be rude, but she has, she's done things before that were not as successful as this. This was completely different well, in my opinion. Also not to be rude, like, like some shows have sold out faster than hers. And like, does she worry about hecklers or does she worry about, Oh, if I don't sell out, like, embarrassment and like she did but everyone was there a hundred percent there for her but like you're just nervous and uh-huh. just put yourself out there in different ways and i don't know it's it's like yes she does but she said she was having severe anxiety over it like brock was like please something has to give and of course like i can i can think of the funniest shit in the world i can write it down blah 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 being able to deliver it is a whole different thing. Yeah. Like, I'd probably bomb. I can maybe write it, probably can't deliver it. Or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so I can feel her anxiety, even though she does what she does. She's a vlogger, a daily selfie, whatever. But I think that, I think that like, to, to, to speak on that, like, just, like, to get, like, a little mushy really quick, I think that's, like, one of the amazing things that makes – like an authentic like moment for all of us like that we're at that show was Sheena like comes off as very confident she's beautiful she has all these things going right. for her and if she can feel that way like then like that makes me feel even like I like like I said it inspires me because if someone with that much success and looks and this and that like all these things like that like she should put herself out there if she was nervous to like that's it's so relatable. You know what a great example was, was so later on, we'll, we'll get into the middle, but later on there was an audience QA, Q&A and people asked questions. And Holly raised her hand and thank you, Adam. He came over to Holly and she's like, I don't have a question. I have a request. And she requested that they do like the dirty dancing move. And it was like spot on timing because they just celebrated their anniversary and she had like kind of like a little bit of fear and panic because like she goes, we ha- I haven't done that in a year. And she's like, she's now in this costume change with sequence pants. She goes, I was afraid people would ask me to do splits and I can't. Um, but she was on like this, basically a sequin bikini top. She's like, I haven't practiced and my boobs will probably fall out. And then Brock, who is just always confident, he's like, we could do it. We could do it. And she's nervous about it. And what if they fail? And you know what? Honestly, if they failed, that would have been great too, because it's like, you did it, you tried, but they did it and they nailed it. And then Brock actually was like, who asked that request? He's like, I'd like to personally thank them. He's like, that was great. It's our anniversary. This really brings it full circle. Like he was so happy. You asked Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it was cute. Um, And it worked out great. And like, all like Ariana posted it, Lala posted, it, and you know, and then Drunk Me is in the background trying to s- get them in the mood by singing the Dirty Dancing. Oh my god, song. That, w- that was so funny! It's horrifying. Um, Sarah, <laughs> do, what do you think about continuing this, the rest of this, on Patreon? Because I need to move rooms. The kids like are wanting to come in where I am. I'm going to move back to Ronnie's room. Is that cool? To can we wrap this up on Patreon? Yes. Or should we keep going? And um, I, I probably want to say a couple more things on the regular. So just pause it and move. If okay. You can. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Bye.
bite. Okay, and just a couple more things I wanted to say on the regular, and then we'll move it over to Patreon for some extra content. Extra, extra. <laughs> Anyways, so they had, then she had Heather McDonald as a guest, and that was fun. Heather gave some good, juicy scoop. And like I said, Sheena asked a lot of my questions, and that was fun. She talked, she did. I mean, she does the best, Shannon Bedore. Uh, she does I, so many good impressions. Yes. Um, and we, you know, we asked some juicy shit, like, you know, are you still friends with Shannon, Tamara Judge? Like, some of us we know. I regret, you- like, not filming more of that because um, we got, like, a really positive reaction from that on our Instagram. So I was like, shoot. Well, I'll and- see if I have more. Yeah. Because sometimes I realize we are both filming at the same time. I'm like... Well, this is pointless. Like, um, I'd be like, Holly, take a break and eat. Eat. Yeah, <laughs> eat. yeah. Eat, Papa, eat. <laughs> I know. You didn't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Because we had such such a great seat and view. And, yeah, she was so entertaining. Oh, my gosh. Like, legs for days, that lady. Yes. And short shorts and her long legs and crossed like they they looked great up there i have so, i have a, a couple of videos of you yelling that <laughs> i know and she acknowledged it she, she's like yes likes for days um <laughs> yeah a lot of people are asking her is she gonna release like this whole thing as a full podcast video i assume so like she always releases on video on youtube or a vlog or Patreon and then a regular podcast. I don't know if it's going to be edited down. I don't know what it's going to look like, but she usually does this stuff on Fridays. Um, she might do like Patreon or YouTube earlier than that, but I hope it is a whole show because honestly, as we were saying before, we've been to Stassi's show. We've been to Lala's show. And I actually told Gina this myself too, but cause I know she's very good friends with Lala. Um, I said, no, it was, Honestly, the most fun. It was the best show I've seen yet. Like, Bravo-related type of show. Not just VPR, but Bravo-related type of show. It's the best one I've seen yet. For me, it was just very fun because there was great segments. Like, other shows would have just had Heather. I thought, honestly, because she had us do the game, and then Heather, I thought she was going to wrap it up after Heather. But then she brought up Brock, and then Summer and Ocean were up there dancing. Oh, this is what I wanted to share, too. This was so cute. So Summer and Ocean were up on stage dancing and having a great time. Mm-hmm. And Erica came side stage. She's like, Summer, Summer. And then Summer comes up to her and kind of looks at her. She's like, mm, nope, I like the stage. And she goes back. And I understood Erica's concern because um, Summer kept interacting with this fan in the front row. And I think Erica was just being like, you know, helicopter grandma. And like, she didn't, you know, like, obviously everyone's there. You can trust them. But you know, she's just being protective. Like Summer. And then that Summer wasn't listening probably pissed her off more. Because I just did that today. I'm like, you're not listening. Um, I, I, I've been really using the Willy Wonka. I'm like, do you want to be Charlie or do you want to be Veruca? Because Veruca is what I'm seeing, and Veruca is not going to get the nice treatment. Uh, whatever it works, <laughs> and um, so I could see like the frustration. And then Ocean wasn't coming down either, so Lala got up, but 
I think Lala was trying not to upstage Sheena, so she was crouched over, like hidden, crouching, di- you know, tiger, whatever dragon. Yeah. And she's like, Ocean! Ocean! But they're right next to us yelling this. And Ocean ran up, and then she, she too looked at Lala and was like, mm, no, not so much, not ready, and went back to the middle of the stage and started dancing with Summer. It was so fucking funny. So then Brock captures them both and is kind of like, you know, entertaining them. And then finally, like, Lala crouches on stage, like, and grabs Ocean, and Erica grabs Summer, and then Summer starts crying. So then Brock's, Brock comes off and, like, is trying to comfort Summer, but she just wants to be on stage. They both did. Yeah, they were pissed. <laughs> it was awesome. It was funny. They were, they stole the show. And uh, like I said, I'm like, sorry, you know, they stole the show. Uh, it was a great show that was super fun. So I said, I go, no, I, we enjoyed Lala's show. I go, we just felt it was very, and I said, I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I know you felt the same way. It was too short. Mm-hmm. And I think it was her first go at it, but I think she needed, you know, a couple more segments or a couple more like th- structured things. Right. Yeah. And it could have, I think it should, I think Sheena's length was fantastic. It actually felt longer than it was. I think it ended up what being like, I mean, well, it was, it wasn't two, was it two hours? I, I didn't, let me look at my video when it I remember, actually like, started. I remember being somewhere at 8.40 thinking, oh my God, it's only 8.40, but I could have been at the hotel or I could have been in the main bar of the bourbon room. I no, when I, when I was checking my um, phone to see like, should I drive home right now or am I going to go? It was 7.50. So, um, yeah, I feel like it was a good 90 minutes, whereas Lala's and Stassi's were like, I feel like one was 50 minutes and one was like an hour. Yeah. It was too short to everyone at both those shows came out decked out, either like looking like Lala, looking like Saucy, ready to party, ready to get their drink on. And then it was under an hour for all the time spent in parking garages, traffic, valet, walking to the fucking improv at the Irvine Spectrum, which is a fucking pain in the ass. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of effort for not a lot of show. Yes. And I think. I think we had fun at Lala's. It was just too short. And so I was kind of hinting at Sheena, like if Lala's looking for feedback, maybe just beef it up a little bit. Cause Sheena was at that show too. Yeah. And maybe Sheena learned from hers and said, mm, maybe I need to do some, some segments. I don't know, but hers was just the most fun. Well, the other thing that Sheena has going for her that Lala doesn't really have is the the songs. Like that was Lala could. Lala could. Yeah, she could, but that um that really helped too cuz like there was yeah, there was just so many elements to Sheena's show that made it so fun. Well, there was people at Lala's show that she could have had on stage and she didn't. Mhm. She's also best friends with Heather McDonald, so I, I would imagine maybe Heather would do Heather loves the Irvine improv. She's got two shows there. Lala. I would imagine Heather would do hers if she did Sheena's. Yeah. So I, I expect improvements and if they want feedback, you guys we we have constructive, positive feedback. <laughs> We're not, no, seriously, I'm not going to rip on anything they did. There's nothing to rip on. We just want more. Yeah. So a little bit more like a, 70, 80, 90 minute show. Yeah. 
not 50. For sure. So, anyways. Okay, so we covered Summer and Ocean. They were amazing. Yeah, it was covered cute. Heather McDonald. She was great and fun. And we hung out a little bit. We hung out quite a bit. Like, everyone had left. Only one really remaining in the main bar. We're kind of, you know, the friends and family. And so we hung out a bit. Um, I saw an encounter. And I, like, kind of approached and addressed. And then, like, "Mm, okay, it's not my, I'm going to, like, that's that's where I want to say like you had balls when you did that because I was like oh look at they they just interacted and you're like I'm going and you like beelined over there and I was like okay girl you go (laughs) well this is um six champagnes later and this is probably you know I'll talk about this on patreon it's nothing terrible but it, it's also some cringe moments of when you wake up the next day. I'm like, oh, fuck, I did what? This I don't feel bad about. I was just inquiring. I was probably being a little too ballsy, given that, like, you know, we're not that close. <laughs> but I had, I had been anticipating this situation. So yeah. Just, also, I'd warned of a situation. So we'll get into it on Patreon. Um, but when we laughed, Holly and I laughed. We're going to her car, and then we pat. We see Ariana and Katie and, and Logan Cochran, Ariana's best friend, waiting, clearly waiting for their Uber, and we walk past them. And, you know, we don't stop, but we say hello, and, oh, wait, I have to tell what another great moment. Um, and they're like, oh, my God, you guys did so great. Good job. Like, they're telling us this. Yeah. That's fun. So, yeah. And look, we should have probably stopped and talked, but we're trying not to bother them, even though they're just waiting for a fucking Uber. And I listened to Heather McDonald tonight, and she's like, the the time to approach someone is when they're waiting for valet or an Uber. That's the great time. But, you know, I think we just come off a bit. And, like, we're not the ones to do it. We let the fans do that. Like, even in the VIP room, everyone's like, aren't you going to get in line? I'm like, oh, Holly and I usually hang till the end in the backs because we want everyone else that never sees them to get their chance and their opportunity. You know, God forbid they cut off the line. I don't think Sheena has ever, will ever cut off the line. Some people do though. Like at BravoCon, shit happened all the time. And first of all, people were late and then they'd cut. People were waiting 90 minutes, two hours and like Teresa, Judice, she'd show up to, so you have like a 20 minute window for meet and greets. She'd show up 20 minutes late and then spend 10 minutes and be like, I gotta go. And everyone that had been waiting for two hours is just fucked. Ugh. So I don't think Sheena would ever do that. And like, and you know, Ariana didn't do that at your event or anything like that. But, you know, they're probably tired. They're ready to go get their, like, so we just kind of like, they did say we did great on stage. And I think next to, I would say the next, one of the next best moments of you going, she's in the show would be Holly and I are, we'd been lingering in the main room because we are talking and much of that was due to me, which I'll share on Patreon. You know, I'm, you know, a couple champs in, I'm a little babbler and, you know, <laughs> talking to people 
So finally, Holly and I are making our way out of, and all our friends that we came with, shout out Jessica, they're like, we're outside waiting for you. We're going to blah, blah, blah. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm like, we're still in the freaking performance room. And I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. I didn't see my phone till like 40 minutes later because we're busy talking. So Holly and I walk out of the main performance room. And as we're doing so, in coming from the main bar back into the performance room or green room or whatever is James always a wild card for us James like he literally stops and pauses and he's like oh hey he's like great job you guys <laughs> like we're like shell shocked and like we kind of keep walking and we both look at each other like when the fuck does that happen yeah Especially for me. Yeah. <laughs> James does not recognize Holly as like an ally and he's always shouting her out in the videos and everything. But like, it's not like he would come up to her or us and seek us out. And he literally like, he's the one that stopped in his tracks and was like, oh, hey. We're like, oh, did you want us to pause for you? It was fantastic. It was. It was. Um, like your silent. I'm like. Sorry, I was drink, taking a drink of diet coke. The, the, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> the other thing that was really cute was um, James and Allie arrived to the venue and they were looking for Sheena. Like they didn't know where to go or whatever, so they came into like the meet and greet. And um, little Summer was like Allie. Like oh, she. Really? Yeah, it was really cute. Oh, she's probably so good with her. Yeah. Oh, wait, the other thing I wanted to, okay, last point, and then we'll move over to Patreon. Okay, so then after, so after Heather McDonald, she brought Brock on stage, and they had a Q&A. And this is when Holly did a request to do the dirty dancing thing. And then other people asked questions about blah, blah, blah. And they were all great questions. And then you get the one person and if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm not going to try and shade you. It was f- funny. It was awkward. It was like, what the fuck? So Summer is on stage at this point because she had been crying so much that Brock and Sheena had to comfort her. Like, Ocean's off stage. Summer's on stage because she wants to be with mom and dad and or on stage. But Brock's holding Summer. And they pass the mic to this person. And she's like, oh, this question is going to require earmuffs, earmuffs for summer. And so Brock kind of puts his hands over Summer's ear and she's like, what? what are you doing? And so he puts them over his ears to like show her like, look, Summer, I'm doing it too. So they're kind of earmuffing each other. <laughs> and then the girl, did, did you hear the question? I was so confused. Like, I, I must have missed the first part or something because I, I didn't understand it. Well, that's what, uh, I'm pretty sure later. I'm pretty sure I got it on video, too. That's what she, oh, good, because I, I didn't. Um, I think I'd just given up the point. I, I thought, I need to enjoy the moment and stop making people feel, like, weird. Like, we're, here's a camera in your face. Like, I stopped filming Heather McDonald because I thought, I actually want her to give the tea and juice and without feeling like she, this is all going to go viral. Oh, she loves realized, that. She loves that shit. I know. And I realize I also can't control the other 
hundreds of people in the room doing it. So yeah, whatever. But anyways, this person, I think I'd stopped at this point just to try and enjoy the show. And she's like, let's keep it real. Tell me the real deal. What do you guys do to keep it together, to keep it spicy? She's like, I mean, are we talking rim jobs with the tongue? Does it get like salty? Like, or like, she was no she yeah well and she was like is it like big dick energy or like is the energy like what it like yeah and then like the rim job and like but like rim job let's just stop at rim job but unfortunately jobs involved yeah i feel like probably the person had like a little too much to drink because the question was like very pc and like um and p (laughs) like like uh not complete thoughts you know what i mean so she yeah, and brock were up scared. there they're like what and that's where i was like i wonder if people can't hear or something because well, i was we very could hear and we were in the front row well that's because we had like amazing seats you know but if we could hear they could hear yeah maybe i don't think they got it no i think they got it but it took a minute because like you said it was a very disjointed question and it was, like, just weird shit thrown out there. But then when I heard, like, are there rim jobs involved? And I got where they were going with it. And I was like, oh, oh and hence earmuffs. And I was like, I don't even think you need earmuffs for this because this is so far past the point of yeah. forcing. Um, but it was like, yeah, I, I felt bad. Okay. I, I felt bad for that, that person. Yeah, it's like she, like they, she just didn't get her thought together on that, so. You know, I have to say rim job. And does anyone really want that answer? Like, we don't need that answer or the visual. But uh, Sheena Brock, maybe they didn't fully hear it at the time and it took them a moment to get it. But they moved on very gracefully without dissing the person. No one was like, oh. Yeah, Adam did a good job with that, too. Just, like, moving on very quickly. Yeah. I think Sheena did say, can we, Adam, can you do a better job at vetting the questions? But it was very seamless. Yeah. And I think most people were kind of struggling, like, wait. Well, he said that, Sheena said that about my request, too. (laughs) She was like, (laughs) Adam, can you ask what they're going to ask before, you know? But that never happens. Like, we were at Lala's show with, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Well, unless you have designated people. Right, right. You know, like at her sex tip show in Vegas. Yes, it's random people from the audience, but isn't it convenient that she picked me and she also picked you for the other game yeah you know that was a little coincidental i mean thankfully i thanked her for it and that's what she should do right um but you know at least this game it wasn't picking people from the audience pretending i'm just like an audience member it was just like straight up she's like here's a fan account here's a fan account let's like do some trivia yeah 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 straightforward so anyways, that, yeah, that finished the show. Almost, it was like, tell me about your rim job action. And that was so awkward. <laughs> yeah, that was really awkward. But worth mentioning. So there you go. Yeah. All right, let's finish this up on Patreon. Okay, sounds good. All right, you guys, go over to Patreon. Only $3 a month. Lots of extra content, bonus videos, all of it. And giveaways. Okay. Yes, let's Bye. get into it. Bye.